0: How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Keeping It Real with the Cinema Studs. My name is Pete Mendoza, and I'm joined with... Alberto Ornelas. And we are the Cinema Studs. And today we are going to be delving into uh, our dreams and aspirations. Mostly dreams. And it'll be... A Nightmare on Elm Street. Wes Craven's A Nightmare on Elm Street.
1: One, two, Freddy's coming for... (laughs) <laughs> this is a good one. Did you know that? Did you know that the idea for Nightmare on Elm Street was actually based off people really dying in their dreams?
0: Yeah, I heard some. I heard something to that effect when I was uh, really delving into a Nightmare on Elm Street when I was a teenager. Like uh, I would, I would hear how uh, he also got inspired by Freddy Krueger because of a. Uh, some homeless guy that was uh that he saw in the street corner uh, late at night when he was pe- peeking out of his window as a little kid
1: yeah yeah that's that's correct that is correct I mean wes is a he is a monster when it comes to uh creating monsters for most sure. definitely like his his stuff is so imaginative what um what was your favorite um what was your favorite Kruger film because I know there was one that uh they really didn't make sense in the series it was kind of all over the place i can't i can't remember which one it was do you
0: remember like uh the the plot like what happened
1: something that might have uh, stuck out maybe it was a bus it was just it was just all over the place while i'm looking for this uh why don't you what was your favorite what was your favorite one uh, Of the lineup
0: Oh out of all of them uh, Easily it was uh, Dream War Well It's a tie between Dream Warriors And 1 Because 1 Is such a classic But it's kind of just like Yeah everybody's gonna love 1 But 3 was a lot of fun Because You had all these different uh, Character archetypes And I believe It was like One of the first appearances Of Lawrence Fishburne As one of the One of the nurses there At the At the hospital
1: it was dream. It was Dream Master. Dream Master was the one that was all over the place that you were talking about. Yeah, yeah. The Dream Master was all over the place. It's because they. It was such. Dream Warrior was such a good one. Uh-huh. They tried to recreate it to to come off of it, and it just was a goof. Mm. Um. And no one took it seriously. But yes, Dream Warrior is a really good one. I'm actually gonna go on mine. I'm gonna go with. Um, Wes Craven's uh, Final Nightmare? West Craven's New Nightmare. West Craven's New Nightmare. The one where it's uh, pretty meta? Yes, that one was my favorite. I like that they made it look... I like that they were like, oh, Freddy's a movie, and they did the actors and all that different stuff, and then it started happening in the real world. I thought that was pretty cool. A cool take on the whole... the whole thing. Um, I do... I do... I do like the the way the makeup artist in every movie kind of changed up Freddy's mask mm-hmm. a little bit in each one. I like that it wasn't really consistent.
0: Yeah, because like trying to replicate all, all every single one of those burn marks is just like
1: oh yeah, hundred insane. It would be insanely 100%. difficult to do. Uh, what did you think of the remake?
0: The remake, the remake had a lot of potential. Like uh, they had Jack Earl Haley as as Freddy it was uh, interesting to see more of his background as a uh, um, accused uh, child molester. Like, did they, I don't know if they showed him do anything. I just know that he was accused and that's why they burned him. And that's why he was pissed off because they accused him of being something that he wasn't. Where in the original nightmare series, uh, Freddie was just a child
1: killer. I don't think I don't know if he was uh, like if he touched the little kids. I just knew that he killed them. Right. So they veered off, they veered off of the story a little bit. So on the new one, he actually was a janitor at a, uh, a maintenance man at a daycare center. Mm-hmm. And all the kids that were being haunted by Freddie were all in this daycare center. And so the parents apparently got word that he was molesting the kids. And so they burned Freddie alive. Mm-hmm. And that goes on to the whole thing. So in this new one, he was more of a child molester, which in the old one he was more of a killer. So you know, it's it's those are two majorly different stories. Yeah. And uh, once once again, uh, I don't believe that the failure of this f- uh, film was Jackie uh, Haley because he was he's uh, a brilliant actor. Oh, he did I his job. He, he did his job. Sc- yeah, it was lack of script. And lack of story mm-hmm. in in this one. Now, once again, like we were talking about Halloween, the cinematography on this, the camera work, it was all amazing. But if you don't have that concrete story, you know it 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 fails. And if it would have been you know a great film, they would obviously already started restarted the franchise. We would already had you know part two, part three, part four. This this one came out in 2010. We're already, you know, in in 2021. So if something was going to happen, it would have happened already. Um, I did not like that his mask was not practical. Um, I didn't like that they pretty much did half practical, half digital Mm. CGI. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that at all. Um, I really enjoyed the fact that the original Freddy Krueger was practical i mean every film you saw it was practical effects when it comes to freddy when it comes to jason when it comes to halloween i mean they're all practical effects i mean you can't make a film like that without it just being in camera that's yeah you know the joy of it yeah and like seeing the the cheesy way that they remade the
0: the wall where he's like pushing through the wall scene it was just like it was just like yeah it was gross cgi like they did that with the uh, with a white spandex sheet like in the original one and it looks
1: super cool and intimidating so awesome and then the rotating room i mean everything was just so so amazing and so authentic the way they did it that it's just one of those things it's so simple and easy to remake that they didn't want to take that sorry once again it wasn't it it wasn't on the actors or the cast or crew it was honestly lack of story when it came to that one
0: yeah, because they didn't they didn't like um, concentrate on on one character, which was Nancy in the original. Yeah, like she had her friends there, but they they gave you just enough of the friends to like keep you like attached to them. Uh, but the main focus was Nancy, because Nancy is the the archetype last girl right. of the of the horror film. Right, and they they kind of like gave that there they, it they didn't feel like there was a last girl in this remake like yeah it was nancy that ended up being the quote-unquote last girl but you didn't feel attached to her as you did for um oh what's her name heather Langenkamp
1: yes yeah there you go there you go
0: i'm so ashamed of myself i was I, I had I, I had such a huge crush on her when i was a kid like i i still crush on her whenever i watch the nightmare movies
1: yeah, she's a really good actor actress sorry
0: yeah it seemed like they were trying to concentrate too much on, like, check out this new Freddy. Like, he's more serious. He's not, like, a clown-like. Uh, he's not playful like Robert Englund's uh, Freddy. He's, like, he'll he's gonna kill you, and he's gonna kill you in, like, all these, like, clever ways. And they, they're trying too much to show you, like, really cool kills. And show you, like, this new makeup. Like, he actually looks like a burn victim this time. And it's just like, okay, you concentrated all of that effort into those things, but there's hardly a story it just seems like an
1: outline of the
0: original film
1: right and then that's exactly that's why i'm saying what they did was they they did the original film and changed it up a little bit to try to make it their original film and it just didn't work out mm-hmm. it just didn't work out at all me personally like i said it just it was it was a flop now a popcorn awesome thriller that came years after the the original franchise i believe let's see west craven's New Nightmare came out. When did it come out? Wes Craven's New Nightmare came out in 1994. Okay, so that was the last Freddy film before we got the popcorn, you know, awesome, fun movie of Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah, that was a lot of fun. I, I, like,
0: I, I enjoyed it as, as like, that, that, like, King Kong versus Godzilla
1: type uh, film which we've been waiting for that film since that friday the 13th movie where jason's mask falls on the ground and freddie's glove comes out and drags it down to hell i've been waiting for a yeah. Freddy versus jason yeah jason goes to hell yeah i've been waiting for freddie versus jason since then and i thought that was super cool that uh they kept the fans wondering for that long
0: yeah and they they even uh they even did a comic book series of uh freddie versus jason versus Ash. Or I think it was Freddy vs. Jason vs. the Army of Darkness, and it had Ash from Evil Dead in it. Oh wow! I have a few uh, Nightmare on Elm Street comic books too. Those are those are fun.
1: I actually have not. Um, I haven't read any of the Nightmare on Elm Street um, comics. I did. I did catch. Uh, so Wes Craven did write um, a few shorts mm-hmm. uh, called Kruger and the first one came out in 2011 it was called kruger a tale from elm street 2013 it was kruger another tale from elm street 2014 was kruger a walk through elm street 2014 again kruger the slasher from elm street and then um and i think the last one is in yeah the last nope then that was it it was those it was uh A couple of short films that Wes Craven wrote, a completely different actor, um, but they were fun. They were more of a very, very low-budget, independent film inside look at the backstory of Kruger, which goes along with Wes Craven's original versus the remake, so... I thought that was very cool. He was uh, uh, an abductor, basically. He abducted kids and he killed kids, and he collect, and he, he thrived off of that. That's mm-hmm. how he got his his high.
0: And I loved how uh, New Nightmare starts playing with the whole meta aspect of horror films in based in reality, because I think right after Wes Craven's New Nightmare, he did Scream. Oh. Oh, I didn't know this. After New Nightmare, actually, he did A Vampire in Brooklyn. Yes, with uh, Eddie Murphy. I didn't know that was... Yeah, I didn't know that was Wes Craven. Yeah. I remember seeing a little bit of it, it as a as a kid, but I've never seen the whole thing.
1: I remember that. Well, see, and he, he wrote the original screenplay for Pulse, too. And I don't know if you saw that... um. That series of... Uh, Nightmare Cafe, which is pretty good. It stars um, the guy that plays Freddy. What's his name? It's slipping my mind right now. Uh, Robert England. Robert England, yep. And then in, from 1988 to 1990, uh, we had uh, Freddy's Nightmares, which was the actual TV series. Oh. Nice. Which didn't really have a long run. It had a, like a three-year run. But, you know, it was kind of... I don't think it had that much of a run due to the fact that it was, it was against back then. they were against so many people, tales from the Crips, and you know so many very, you know, concrete established series, that it it was like uh, the Crip Keeper going against Freddy Krueger in the cinema. It just wasn't gonna happen, mm-hmm. and so vice versa. You know, Krueger going into the tell uh, tales from the Crips. Area, it just it just wasn't gonna happen, you know. Tales from the Crips had uh, such a long run, yeah, and it gave birth to so many of Hollywood's biggest stars, mm-hmm. um, and it's insane. It is insane, yeah. And obviously Wes Craven, a huge loss in 2015 when he did pass away, and the last the last thing he was involved in was actually he was the one that came up with the idea for the Scream. Uh, television series. So that would have never happened if he wouldn't have come. Even though he's no longer with us, he's still immortalized in cinema. 100%. 100%. And that will never be taken away.
0: (laughs) And I love his little cameo in the first Scream movie as a janitor with the red and green sweater and the fedora. And his name was Freddy.
1: (laughs) That's pretty badass. Pretty, pretty badass. First, let's let's see. Let's test your... uh, your your west craven knowledge here okay first west craven movie ever directed 1972 oh which was it um i'm
0: not gonna know because the the uh, as far as i know for me i know it's like i i think i've always thought that nightmare on elm street was his very first film and uh, i never really looked into anything he did before that the Last House on the Left or That was actually his first film. Oh, okay. I don't know why I thought he did Last House on the Left after Nightmare.
1: Nuh-uh. It was done in 1972. And then 1977, he did a film, a little film. Uh, I don't think anybody's going to know it. You know, I'm, I'm winking over here, but uh, The Hills Have Eyes. Oh, yeah, The Hills Have Eyes. He did do that one. I remember I was talking to my girlfriend about it, and
0: I got it confused with uh, John Carpenter. And I was like, no, it was Wes Craven.
1: Yep, and he didn't He didn't do... He actually did one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight films before uh, he got to 1984 and did uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm. He did a, a, a bunch of... I mean, he did Swamp Thing... Uh, Invitation to Hell, Hills Have Eyes Two, Deadly Blessing, Summer of Fear, The Fireworks Woman,
0: and I believe um, Wes Craven paid homage to The Evil Dead in the first Nightmare movie because in uh, Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead, uh, in the basement there is a uh, a poster of The Hills Have Eyes. Really and then yeah there's a poster of the hills have eyes in the basement and then when nancy is in her room she's watching a movie and uh it's this guy who just like is running into a house and he closes a door and it's like a close up of his face
1: and it's uh bruce campbell's ash wow i didn't know that i'm actually going to rewatch the film just so i can just so i can see that uh that cameo
0: there is a funny little connection between uh the Nightmare Universe, the Camp Crystal Lake Universe, and the Evil Dead Universe.
1: I think they all had like a little envy against each other, but at the same time, they had a respect for each other. So I think they always tried to put each other's stuff in. I always noticed that too, um, because in that whole series, though, the originator of of you know having a, a very Concrete series Was Michael Myers You know Halloween Mm -hmm. And then after that I believe came um, The next one Was Friday the 13th Right Yeah and then after Friday the 13th was Freddy Krueger mm-hmm. I believe Halloween gave birth to because once Halloween came out you know everybody wanted to do that and It's that's the way it works a successful movie comes out all the movie studios are like we need to do a movie like that who can we get to do a movie then Friday the 13th was created mind you you know the first movie of friday the 13th jason's not even the killer it's his mom that's the killer who's going you know after revenge you actually don't see jason Mm -hmm. for the first time till the very end of the film and even at that you don't the hockey mask doesn't really come into play until i believe uh number two uh, no number three Number three. Yeah, because... There you go. the second one... So the hockey mask doesn't even appear. Yeah, the second one, it's the the sackhead Jason. Oh, there you go. Yep. Which I love that when they remade Friday the 13th, they pay tribute to that. They had the sackhead Jason, and then he found his hockey mask. That is a really good... That is perfect cast, perfect cinematographer, director, scenery, story. That is like a you know, cream br- brulee when it comes to film. Yeah. That film is awesome. And I actually just watched it uh, a few days before Halloween and it was really good. <laughs> I still need to watch
0: the, the remake with, uh, with my girlfriend. Like we've been watching a lot of spooky stuff and we've yet to get to, to that one. Which one, the one I'm talking about or the other one, the remake Uh Friday the 13th the one that came out in like 2000. What,
1: eight? Is it the one I'm talking about, though? I think so. Yeah, it came out in 2009. Nine. You still have not seen that movie?
0: No, I've seen it.
1: Like I, I like it, uh, oh, okay. but my, my girlfriend hasn't seen it. so. Uh, oh, she's going to love it. She's going to love it. Yeah. She's going to love it. It's, it's a very, I mean, like I said, the cast is, and I love the, ca- the guy that uh, Jared, I can't even say his last name, uh, Paddle, he's from- uh, Paddlecki. What?
0: Jerry Padalecki, yeah, Padalecki. from uh, Supernatural
1: yeah super big fan of him cause him and I were born in the same place San Antonio Texas hell yeah shout out to Texas period any actors from Texas I have huge love for um so he plays a role in, in this film. Like I said, it is it is a very, very well done film. It is It plays tribute to the classic, to where you get this long old intro, and you don't get the title of the movie until after that intro. And then you're like, oh, that was just the intro? We still got more movie to watch? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. And so it was really good it's, it's a really good film um, and I actually thought with the success of that film that they were going to continue mm-hmm. you know coming out with more and uh, I was I was pretty sad when when I did not see uh, an actual like mm-hmm. what do you call it, agenda for another one to come out well was it
0: produced by um, what's his name Transformers guy
1: Michael Bay wasn't it I believe so I'm I'm going to pull it up right now. It was... Cuz
0: I think he was produ he he was like producing uh, some I know he was producing some iconic uh remakes like I think he did Texas Chainsaw?
1: I, he did do Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, Michael Bay did produce Friday the 13th. So he's he's got to have something in the works for a versus. Michael Bay, it's, it's actually been a while since I I did not know. I just barely found out they wrapped up a new Transformer. Did they? Yes. It's called uh, Transformers uh, Rise of the Beast. I'm not going to show too much attention on it on this episode, but we need we do need to talk about it. It comes out next year. It is called Transformers uh, Rise of the Beast. Are they bringing Mark Wahlberg? Nope. It's a whole new cast. whole new cast. Oh, but, uh, but Ron, you're going to like this one. Ron Perlman's in it. Oh, hell yeah. I've, I love Ron Perlman. He's actually uh, the voice of Optimus Primal. Oh, okay. Huh. Yeah, he's the voice of Optimus Primal because Optimus Prime is uh, Peter Cullen. Peter Cullen. Yeah.
0: So, did Peter Cullen do the voice of Optimus Primal in the in the show, or was that Ron Perlman? Because I wouldn't doubt it if it was Ron Perlman. The
1: first Transformers thing he Beast Wars. Did was I think it was called Beast in Wars. 2007. Okay. Is when he voiced Optimus Prime for the first time in a TV show. Since then, he did all the video games and um, and stuff like that. But yeah, uh, Pete, I think this is a wrap on this episode. What do you think? Uh, I think so, too. Uh, uh, we
0: discussed uh, A Nightmare on Elm Street, Wes Craven, and uh, pretty much everything in between. Um, talked about new and old films coming up. Uh, So if you guys want to uh, listen to more of our discussions when it comes to film and television, be sure to uh, like, share, subscribe from wherever you're listening
1: and uh you got any other final words for us yeah so we have a instagram now it's a uh, instagram.com slash the cinema studs if there's any movies you want us to review talk about they do not have to be major movies they can be a movie that you're let's say you're a director or you're an actor and you did an independent film send it to us we definitely will give you an insight on it we will let people know about it uh there's nothing better than promoting uh we have to promote each other in the film world that's how we make a difference so if there's if you're an actor if you're a producer if you're a director if you wrote the music in it or if you just saw this film on youtube and you really like it and you want us to review it send it to us we'll check it out we'll review it we'll we'll listen to it we'll watch it and and tell you guys what we think but um it's always a pleasure and remember if you're looking for the cinema studs just (laughs) look for the two with the dad bods And we'll keep it steady. All right, guys. Thank you all very much. And that's a wrap.